0: This is What the Flux. I'm Brett,
1: and I'm Anastasia, and it's Thursday, the twenty-first of April. Stage,
0: listen to this one. A house in the U.S. state of Utah is the first of its kind to be offered as an NFT. Yep, buyers who have a spare—I don't know—four million bucks will get the house as well as its <laughs> designs, its plans, and its architecture. Nice.
1: Hold the magic coffees. Melburnians are being warned that their daily flat white could cost as much as six bucks, oh. thanks to volatility in the international bean market.
0: Luckily, we have three stories today. Let's do it. For our first, News Corp is finalising its plans to launch a bookie, i.e. a gambling company.
1: This seems a little left field for Team Murdoch, B-Man. What's the story?
0: (laughs) So, News Corp is the multi-billion dollar media and publishing company owned by Rupert Murdoch.
1: It's behind tons of well-known publications like The Herald Sun and The Australian.
0: There's also Taste.com.au, GQ, Vogue's in there.
1: But now, it's stepping out of the publishing game
0: into the book making pit. News Corp has been working on a wagering company for more than a year according to the Age.
1: But it's finally landed on the goods, settling on a partnership with a group of investors.
0: Now Stage, this group it includes the guy who actually built Sportsbet and BetEasy.
1: Now the hope is that this new betting venture will drive a huge amount of revenue and offset declines in the company's print media assets.
0: And yes, oh yes, News Corp does plan to leverage the reach of its big news publications and- its ownership of Foxtel to push this new product.
1: So what's the key learning?
0: In any industry, finding the right distribution partner is well and truly key.
1: Now when it comes to bookies, it looks like broadcasters or news publishers are just that.
0: More and more, the betting industry is seeing broadcasters take equity stakes in betting companies.
1: That's in exchange for sponsorship rights and brand promotion
0: during live sports events. So basically, it helps bookies increase their reach and their audience, plus it's a good source of additional revenue for broadcasters as well. For our second story, Dimmicks, the old school bookstore chain, reckons that book sales are soaring across the country and is partly thanks to none other wait for it TikTok.
1: Not sure how it happened But I love to see it be man Tell Mm -hmm. me more
0: Dimmicks is an Aussie bookstore That was founded all the way back in 1879
1: That is old Now this crew currently (laughs) holds Around 20% of the Aussie book market Making it the largest bookseller in the country
0: Now Stage While a few Dimmicks stores Did have to close their shopfronts during COVID It's been sunshines and rainbows For the bookstore ever since
1: Industry sales rose 8% in 2021 And are up a further 2% this year
0: That's partly thanks to more people looking for books to, you know, pass the time while they were stuck at home in ISO.
1: And it's partly thanks to TikTok, which has kind of made reading books cool again.
0: Crazy stuff, Stage. So I've got to ask, what is the key learning here?
1: While print media and digital media have long been seen as major competitors, in a strange way, that may no longer be the case.
0: We know that TikTok has been a massive growth engine for other industries, like the music industry.
1: Let's be real, Jason Derulo wouldn't have mastered that comeback on his own, b men
0: And now... Now it looks like TikTok is a growth engine for the book industry as well.
1: Thanks to hashtag BookTok, which is a trend mm. where TikTokers share what book they're reading at the moment, reading is making a massive comeback.
0: How about this for a stat? In the US, readers bought 825 million print books in 2021.
1: That is more than any year since records began.
0: And it ain't just the US, my friend. Australia's seen industry sales increase 10% since 2020.
1: So, video may have killed the radio star, but it hasn't killed the print star yet, B-Man. For our our third and final story, b men shares in Netflix tanked around 25% after the company reported that it lost a whopping 200,000 subscribers in the first wow. three months of the year.
0: Big, giant yikes for Netflix. It has to be said. So tell me what happened here.
1: Netflix was a big, big winner when COVID lockdowns forced households inside and onto the telly.
0: But the days of these gains are overstaged because people are returning to their normal outdoor lives. So Netflix's subscriber growth is slowing down. <laughs>
1: (laughs) Even with that in mind, Netflix expected to add around 2.5 million subscribers in the first three months of the year.
0: But uh, (laughs) the results were much, much worse, my friend. Netflix actually lost 200,000 subscribers.
1: And since its subscriber growth is generally a sign of the company's future profitability, investors took the news pretty badly.
0: Mm, They sent shares down a whopper of 25%.
1: (laughs) But why the loss in subscribers, B-Man?
0: Netflix reckons that its increased prices were actually a big part of the problem.
1: So what's the key learning?
0: When times get tough economically, generally speaking, consumer discretionaries are the first to go.
1: Consumer discretionary is a term for products and services that are considered non-essential, but, you know, nice to have if you can afford them.
0: Okay, think about this one. Electricity and gas, definitely essential.
1: Food and water, definitely essential.
0: Which brings me to Netflix, not exactly essential.
1: (laughs) That's right. So it's fair to say that Netflix is 100% a consumer discretionary
0: and one that customers have been very happy to pay for while let's say inflation has been pretty steady
1: but the cost of living is going way way up
0: only yesterday we mentioned that food inflation has risen to 3.7 percent from 1.2 percent last year
1: and do not even get us started on the price of petrol and housing for that matter
0: and uh, as the cost of living rises people are choosing to save their pennies instead
1: which is a key reason why netflix has copped 25 percent more cancellations than the same time last year
0: flux family as it happens anastasia who's my co-host today she actually writes the wonderful Flux Daily newsletter. And if you haven't checked it out yet, you have got to give it a go.
1: Head to flux.finance forward slash newsletter and sign up. Thanks for listening and we will see you tomorrow.